Listener Production. The creators of this podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which it is recorded. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are the first storytellers of this land. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, as well as any Indigenous people who may be listening today. Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Earn, a cricket adjacent podcast. It is four tests down in the ashes now. Australia retained the ashes 2 1 due to rain, but of course, one game left in this series. The series itself still alive. England could come back for a tied series, or the Australians could take it home 3 1. Of course, it could rain again and we could just win 2-1. That'd be fine as well. But uh, joining me to talk about all those possibilities and the Ashes and cricket in general is the wonderful uh, Dave Hughes. Hello, hey, Hughes. Will. And yeah, I'm here to celebrate like the Aussies didn't celebrate. You know, it's yeah. they don't control the weather and the English people uh-huh. are trying to blame the Australian cricket team for it raining. It's not, it's not our fault. It's not our fault. I mean, we have been pumping so much carbon into the air. We've been digging up so like we've been exactly. we've been doing our best to accelerate. If, if there's one country that disproportionately bats above its game when it comes to trying to increase climate change, it's a little country but, called Australia. We're trying to get rid of all rain. What are you been, What are you talking been, about? Yes, it's not exporting us. droughts for decades now. So yeah, come yeah, on, guys. Definitely not our fault. So and uh, you know what? You didn't. Your baz ball wasn't quick enough, guys. You didn't baz hard enough. So, you know, you wanted to baz for too long when you should have stopped bazzing and started bowling on that third day or the fourth day, wasn't it? The fourth day. When did they baz too hard, too long? I th- I think this is they did baz too hard and too long. And this is the great irony of the baz ball <laughs> is that <laughs> It's meant to be short and sharp, and it was hard and long, and it was. It was – they knew coming into this test. So this is the thing that I think you're saying that has been – in the kind of aftermath of this test, it's like the rain was a surprise. <laughs> like this ground has the highest percentage of days lost to rain of any cricket ground in the yeah, entire right. world. So it's always been like this. Ten years ago, it was like this and went against the Australians at the exact same ground. Yeah, The Sydney cricket ground is second, but this is like number one. They knew the forecast coming into this game. They knew it was going to be three days basically of play. That's the reason. They batted the way they did and approached it the way that they did. And then they it just does. refused. Because they're wicked. Yeah, ca- they just they want their wicked keeper to get 100 or something, wasn't it? Was it he, was, yeah. he finished on 98 or something, didn't he? The dopey yeah, wicked keeper right. who just wanders out of his crease <laughs> and then just sooks because our smart thinking wicked keeper, Carey, does the right thing and, and, and stumps him, you know, even though that dopey keeper has tried to do the exact same thing so many times. God almighty, they're so. I mean, so they batted yeah. too long and then complained about the fact for the last two days, they kept going, oh, you know, we've been ruined by rain, just 10 more overs. Then the next day, they got fucking 30 overs that they weren't meant to get at us between the rain in the worst of all conditions and managed to get yeah. one wicket. Absolutely. You know what? We would have ended up probably scoring 800, I reckon, in that. If the, the rain stopped us, the rain stopped, it stopped Mitch Marsh getting a triple century, I think, didn't it? Which we've now got to take is get on the front foot of this. I think the rain cost us. Yes, for sure. of course it did. 
I mean, Marsh, like, you know, <sighs> is in great form. Looks like a man in great form. Cameron Green was definitely due. Carey, I definitely think, was going to make runs. I reckon we were going to set them 250 to battle the Hazel final Hazelwood was looking <laughs> for – he was going to score That's 400, right. Hazelwood. <laughs> Sat his eye in. That was the reports out of the nets. He got a five for didn't he? So he was just he ready did. to go with the bat. It was going to be a, an all-round performance. Yeah, he thinks he's the legitimate all-rounder in the team, not Mitch Marsh or Cam Green. Exactly. Like he was going to – come on. Yeah. So it was but, a, but I'm, so, I'm so happy that we have, have won the series. Or well, we haven't won the series. I, I do want to go 3-1, I must say. I, I, yeah. That would be nice to get a 3-1 just to shut them up. Well, they're never going to well, shut up. This, they won't shut up. By well, the of way. course they're not no. going to shut up because they believe – that they won the first test. Because remember after the first test, they were basically – they did a victory lap. They uh, lost the first test and then did a victory lap of how well Basball uh, had gone and how uh, intimidated the Australians were of it all. Then they lost the second test. I think uh, I think they got cheated out of that one. That's the one they got cheated out yeah, of. Yeah, but – yeah. They won the third one and they should have won this one. So I think they think they're 4 Yeah, up. yeah. So well, they can have their little illusions, and, and and the more the more they complain, the better it is. Actually, so yeah, I actually do is, enjoy though, them complaining. Yeah, this is the bit that I think is underrated. Also, is how uh, there's a lot of people, and of course, in the pure sporting contest, I want them to go to the fifth test, and I'd love Australia to win three one. I think that would yeah. be fantastic. Right, two two. That's probably pretty accurate for how the season how the uh, series has gone. We retain the Ashes, but the series would be tied. But the Aussies have gone over there to win. That's their yep. aim, is to win this series. I would like to see that. Yes. But the fact that we won being rained out in England, <laughs> I mean, there was something pretty funny about it. And just how mad it made everyone and just how angry they were. And I was like, you know what the problem here is? That we were 2-1 up. That's yes. the problem, guys. So we won the first two tests. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they're, they're terrible. But you know what? Can I say, I just love the Ashes. I love the Ashes in England. I love yes. I love the time it's on, even though I do breakfast radio. I love going to sleep with the radio on. It takes me back decades of 1989 was where I remember okay. distinctly when Australia became a good cricket team after years of struggling with the West Indies and everyone else beating us. 1989, Ashes. We Mark Taylor started scoring hundreds. Alan Border was still there. It was we? That's the series where Australian cricket be, got its strut back. And I used to, I was yeah. working in an abattoir at the time, and uh, yeah, early starts in the abattoir. So I would go to, I would go to bed early and put the radio on and just, just enjoy my time going to sleep, thinking about the, the sheep I was going to be involved in the. Deaths of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, counting the sheep so you could wake up and go and murder the sheep. <laughs> I never know. I never murdered the sheep. I they wouldn't trust me with a knife, mate. I used to lead lead the sheep to their deaths. So oh, that's I was right. there. Sorry. I was their friend saying, it's gonna be okay. Just relax. <laughs> you you were just following orders, man. <laughs> There's nothing to worry about here. <laughs> I would actually talk to the sheep and the you know, the abattoir workers are going, What are you doing? I'm saying, They're my friends. I just want them to be happy. Um, that was then. That was then the Australia and then Warney turned up the next Ashes series, yeah. didn't he? So that's right. So what's your uh, – because I know that you were a very good junior footballer. Um, w- w- did you ever play I cricket? I did. I loved cricket. cricket. I was well? a traditional Aussie kid of the 70s and 80s yeah. who it was – well, you know, in the southern states was AFL and then in the su- in the winter and then cricket in the summer. 
So yeah, I was a mad cricket fan. I I, I was a stats man as a kid. Mm. You know, I, I my mum would every every birthday I would get a cricket book as as a present, and my birthday was at the end of November, so it was cricket season. Um, you know, I remember the Ardmona cricket cards that you would you'd buy a, you'd buy a can of peaches or whatever or pears, and on the label you would you'd take the label off the can and you'd send that away. You'd have to get three labels from Ardmona, mm. three cans, send the three cans labels away in, in an envelope, and then like maybe six weeks later, <laughs> a packet of cricket cards would turn up to your house. <laughs> and it was so good, man. So good. You go to the letterbox and the cricket cards are here. And yeah, oh God, and it was back then. It was the rock stars of the 80s, you know, the West Indies and the... Then it was just the start of one day cricket. It was such an exciting time to be a cricket fan. So I, and I so, and I loved, I loved going to the cricket. I mean, we'd go to one. I was a country Victorian lad, and we'd mm. once a year we would go to one day game in Melbourne. And I would just, I would literally pray to God for like two weeks out that it wouldn't mm. rain on the day. I was like, yeah, just, just, just give me this. You have whatever you like, <laughs> but just give me no rain so I can go to the one day cricket. <laughs> and. Um, I remember going up on the, like, again, country town, going up on a bus, uh, like, with my mum, like, as a, as a seven or eight-year-old, maybe nine-year-old, and, like, the, the on the bus was, like, 50 or 60 of the drunkest country boys, like, like 19-year-olds, who had gone to the cricket to get absolutely obliterated drunk, mm -hmm. and, uh, and me and my mum just sitting there, just surrounded by... Carnage. <laughs> we just wanted to go to the cricket. Um, anyway, I just love cricket and I used to play, but you know what? I, I was really good in the nets and, and mm. they couldn't get me out of the nets and I was an opening batsman, but I used to get so nervous when I would, when I would go out to bat that I just couldn't, I couldn't, I could never put a score together. And it was just... Mm. I remember going on a series, getting out for a series of ducks in my last year at cricket, like in the under 15s or whatever, and just getting laughed at as I walked off the ground. It was, it was just humiliating. It was just, and they wouldn't let me bowl. Like, so that was you, it for me. You, you laugh now. Yeah. But one day this laughter is going to make me a lot of money. That's what you should have thought. He was I like, didn't. You know what? At the time, it was just like, stop laughing at me. I put my heart and soul into this. And I just, and you know, I could not handle as a cricketer yeah. was the sledging. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like you're blowing up to bat and someone, at, you know, in the close field is just saying mean things about you. Like, so mean. I'm like, why would you say that? <laughs> I, I remember. I can't. E I can't even remember how old I was when I first discovered that was part of the culture. Because <laughs> my dad like loved cricket, but he was not that sort of character at all. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> very respectful, very much about the old traditions, the spirit of cricket, that sort of thing. <laughs> and then that first time, I reckon I was only about nine nine or ten when i came up against you know there was always one team that was like the you know the bad in a kid's sporty movie yeah. there's always some like you know bad team yeah that's like you know the the cobra kai yeah, yeah, and the karate yeah. kids sort of thing and i remember going out to bat and just i was like I, one stage i wanted to turn to the slips and just be like we're just playing a game. Why are you all being so mean to me? <laughs> but I couldn't handle it. I was, I could not handle like, it. Like, why? Why? You don't I know me. Know why you? would you say why? that? So mean. And then, but I didn't have the, cool. I didn't have the, the gumption to back it up with runs. So I couldn't, 
So no. I just end up walking off as they laughed at me. Like, and, they're, they're yeah. like, and I'm like, yeah, you were right. I'm shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I was so, I remember actually in a grade six game where like we mm. played the school next door in primary school and I was the opening batsman. But I was so conservative. Like it was, a, it was like a, I don't know, a 20 over a, a game, you know, 20 overs each maybe or maybe 10 overs. Mm. But I just, I was just blocking the ball. And I, I soaked up about half the overs, made no runs, <laughs> and, eventually, and eventually went out. And everyone else in my team was just heck, saying, "You just, you just ruined our day." Because <laughs> I took all the overs and didn't make any runs. <laughs> but I was so serious and so it meant so much, and I was so hurt. It was like that was what one of the most traumatic days of my school life of that. Me trying to do the right thing, but just not being able to make runs and just being hated by everyone. God, it was traumatic. I I mean, that is part of the thing about cricket, though, is that it's hard to, like, you know, in a game like football where there's 18 players, like, on each team, so you've got 36 on the field, your ineptitude can actually fade into (laughs) the background in general, right? It can get lost in the mix. But in cricket, there's such an intense... It's such a weird game in many ways, and I think about this a lot when I'm, particularly when I'm watching Test match cricket, which is, it's a team game, but it is absolutely an individual game within a team yeah. game, and then, then often it's eleven individuals against two, like you know they're <laughs> out there, and then it's like like it's a real bullying situation. Yes. You know what I mean? Like part of the game <laughs> is bullying, but then sometimes it's like one bowler bullying one batsman. Like it's a, this real game within games and yeah. interaction with interactions. But it is hard, particularly when you're a bats a batsman or a bowler who's just like getting carted everywhere. When it's like you can't just like two balls into your over after they've both gone for sixes, just toss it to someone else and go, oh, I'm done. <laughs> Maybe pull a hamstring and go, I just get off, get off the field. But anyway, I gave, I, I, the, after that series of ducks, which yeah. reminded me of Greg Chappell, remember Greg Chappell yeah. went out for a series of ducks and I, the, yeah. you know, and I equated myself to him. I thought I was a champion player out of luck, like Greg Chappell. Yeah, that's right. But um, yeah, I just gave Yeah, that, that's, a, that's what I heard from Warnable <laughs> around that time. They said, you know, Dave Hughes, is a great great batsman. He just keeps getting out. Anyway, I just got <laughs> You should see him in the nets. That's what they like, used And they to wouldn't say. give me a bowl. So that's two Saturday mornings and yeah. like just sitting there, you know, like so I'm in fielding or going out for a duck. So there's just no I'm just not getting any joy out of it, just feeling terrible. And I, I went and got a job at the local uh, Woolworths and started pushing trolleys around in the uh, in the car park for the Saturday mornings and, and ended up making some money and realising that was a better use of my time. So, But still love cricket. You know, what? my finest moment in cricket really was the late, great Shane Warne had a charity match mm-hmm. on the MCG years ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got to bowl. Uh, I got to bowl and I, I got a wicket, actually. I, okay. I got, you know, I got a, a yeah, Melbourne Storm me. player out. Um, All right. God, Michael Crocker. Michael Crocker, Michael Crocker. Sounds anyway, he's a really yeah, good maybe. Melbourne Storm player. But apparently, was a, a champion junior cricketer, and mm. I just just went through the gate. I just got him through the gate. It was just now. Did you were you tempted to take that that video footage and send it back to the <laughs> so people who didn't give you a bowl? bowl. You never gave back me in the juniors. Look at this. And Mark, I'm, here I am getting a wicket at the MCG. Mark Tubby Taylor was was umpiring yeah. that game, and he looked at me oh, and said, yeah. "That was a good ball." And I said, "I think my life's complete." Oh. Mark Tubby Taylor <laughs> said that was a good ball. And the, this, mm. the Storm player, Crocker, he was so angry he got out to me. 
Like, you know, there was, mm. there was champion bowls there and he got out to me and, and as mm. a non cricketer, but a, a champion sports person, he wanted to prove himself out there. But mate, you, you gotta go, mate. You gotta go. Mm. That's out. Yeah. It's one thing getting out to like Shane yeah. Warne or to like whoever else might be in that match having a, a yeah, Damien Fleming's yeah. having a trundle. You can get out to Flem, that's fair enough. But to get out to Husey, <laughs> who couldn't even get a bowl in the under fifteens in Warrnambool is it's pretty it's that's a bad a perfect day. Ball. I just it just I don't know, it just it moved just enough to mm. get through. God, I know, it was a great moment. I mean, and you've got to imagine the amount of shit that was hung on him by his Storm teammates for months following that as well. You would have been top of mind. I, they, to, probably called, they probably called him Husey for you know two what, months to, after that. I'm going to reach out to him and say, does he remember it? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> does he remember? He's probably been sleepless since. He goes, that, that moment ruined my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's a great game, cricket. So, uh, yeah, it is a great game. So this series in England, I mean, obviously started with the World Test Championships against That was uh, good. I loved winning that. Emphatically, really, as well. And Boland bowled well in that. I know he hasn't had the best time in the Ashes. He's only played a bit. But, you know, what a a story he has been. So And he did really well in that uh, World uh, Test. Well, that's where we're playing. So this is the the final oh, right. match is at the Oval, which yeah. is where we played the World Test Championship. So we're going back there. So there could be a possibility. That, look, it feels like right. Bazball's worked out Scott Boland a little bit, but that pitch is a lot more conducive to his yeah, style. Yeah, right. So yeah. there would be a possibility that he might be you in the You can't take a Hazelwood out, though, can you, after you got five? For, didn't he? Did he? Unless he's sore. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's coming in and out. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so, but I would say, I mean, look, the truth of it is, I think if you, like, and I love to play amateur selector on this uh, podcast, my team would have absolutely won the fourth test that I picked last week. But uh, um, I do think they've got to give Nisa a bowl. Like, he's just been in such good form and he's such an English-style bowler that I'd really like them to say pick So who comes out then? Well. One of the the all-rounders or? I mean, I think so. I think that you've got you to play can't, Lisa. You can't not pick Mitch Marsh, can you, after his? No, nah, you've got to pick so Mitch, Cameron Mitch Green Marsh. Cameron Green come he was, out? He was, on his, he was on his way to 400, yeah, I exactly. heard, in the fourth Does test. Green so. come out? Does Green come <laughs> out? Yeah, I reckon, I reckon Green comes yeah. out and you play Nisa. Because Nisa made 176 recently. Yeah, right. He's made 200s this season in England. Yeah. So I think he, as much as I love Cam Green, and long term he's going to be, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I think – you know, he'll be probably a, one of our greatest cricketers ever in the long term. But, like, I think that Nisa is a better bowler, like, in those conditions. And I think he'll make as many runs as Cam Green has yeah. sort of made in this series. So I reckon that might be the thing that I would change for the final yeah. test. I don't, th- I don't think they're going to drop Warner. Like, you've taken him this far and he did fine in this test. God, you I'd know, love really. to see him get a big hundred, wouldn't you? I'd love to see any of them get a big hundred, but you'd love to see yes. Warner just – just hang or just hang through and just you know it's his obviously his last hurrah so oh god that would be it'd be well, maybe he's got it in him I hope he does absolutely hope he does it would be that would be the best yeah Ideal scenario, final test, we go into it. Team pretty much unchanged, let's just say. You know, maybe one in for another. But let's just say team pretty much unchanged for the final test. Uh, they go in and Dave Warner makes a big hundred. Yeah, yeah. 
just as a final fuck you to the English. <laughs> just belt Stuart Broad all over oh, the yes, place. Oh, yes, belt Broad. <laughs> fuck, I had no idea how many wickets Broad had got. 600. Jesus. Yeah, but he's, played, he's also played 160 oh, plus no. tests. What about Jimmy Anderson? He's about a 47. He's, how old is Jimmy Anderson? <laughs> he's older than you and I. Fucking <laughs> Um, he is in his 40s, yeah. which is so old for a bo- I mean, this bowler. Fast crazy. Yeah. This has got to be his last ashes, obviously, but like he's got to be getting towards the end. You'd imagine Anderson. He hasn't had a great series. But Broad still looks like a pretty good yeah, bowler at, at 160 test matches yeah. into his career. I remember back when making it to 100 seemed like the biggest deal in the entire world. And then this – like he'll, he might make it to two hundred. Yeah, tests. no, he's he's bowling really well now. I mean, I I should be closer around this, but there's yeah. Is how far away is Lyon from playing cricket at all? Do we know, or is it? But not he's not going to play. Yeah, he, he'll be back for the Australian summer. I mean that I that was a massive loss, and he's you know the if you know the, thank God for the weather, but yeah, he, his injury could have cost us retaining the Ashes. Otherwise, I would possibly so. Oh, hundred percent. I think he's. I mean, I've secretly suspected he's our most important player for a long time. But the best way for people to really realise that yeah. is for him to like. Yeah, you know, the fact that he was just always there. And I think the style of Nathan Lyon is he's not a. You know, Warney would take those. You know, eight for twenty threes, and you know those sort of things where you're just like. Nathan Lyon's more that just like I'll take three this w- innings and I'll take three next yeah. innings and I'll take and just like just does it he just all does the time for a long you time. can just he rely just, yeah, on you just pencil in Nathan he'll get two or three wickets in every innings in any conditions anywhere in the world yeah, that'll be keep it pretty tight he, yeah yeah that's what he'll do like yeah and hundred tests in a row like the first time ever by a bowler I mean the irony of him injuring himself in that yeah in that game but. He's been so missed yeah, from yeah. that team and the balance of that team. Yeah, he's like, a fun guy. I've had a bit to do with him. He's a, he's a bloody fun guy. Have yeah, you? I just not much, but he just seems like a down to earth sort of a character. And I tell you, he can roost a, a torpedo. I did a, a kick, a kick the <laughs> kick the uh, Sharon across the Yarra a few yeah. years ago for a grand final, you know, on Fox <laughs> oh Sports or whatever. And um, <laughs> so he, I, you know, I did it in Ugg boots and it was a bad idea. But um, <laughs> I, didn't, I should have taken it more seriously. But him, Lyon and uh, Pat Cummins turned up, and I thought two Sydney siders yeah. wouldn't have yeah. a clue how to kick a, an AFL ball. Both of them absolutely. Just smashed it. They both kicked like sixty meter torpedoes, and like these guys are just natural sports people. Yeah, so both both Lyon and Paddy Cummins were just just yeah, and they just seemed like the most sort of gracious uh, guys actually. So I know that Pat Cummins is loved by the team, and you can sort of after spending a few moments in his presence, you can see that he is a he's a good a good man. So mm. yeah, he is, isn't he? And of course, you know. Um, he absolutely infuriates a certain generation of Australian <laughs> cricket fans because of that, who want him to be like <laughs> some sort of old school, yeah. you know, absolutely. angry, angry asshole. you know, firebrand. Yeah. Alan Boyd like, slash Steve Ward slash sort of. <laughs> yeah. Why, why, why don't you just be angry at someone? Why, why don't you just yell at someone or say something really politically incorrect? <laughs> <laughs> Um, he has handled, I think, the, the, this like just every aspect of 
this campaign. I mean, he had a shocking test as a player. And I think that if you were like realistically, if he wasn't captain, you'd probably rotate him yeah. out. Like, I mean, he's played five tests in a row with the World Test Championship yeah. within a very short period of time. So he's probably due a rest, but he'll play in the final one because he's the captain. But I think off the field, he has handled everything so well. Yeah, easy. Like, he has he's- such a, he, he's got a really good knack for picking the exact right tone of like in his press conference after this test where he like, Admitted that it wasn't the idea. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen him after this test. So yeah, what what was he saying? So you know, you can imagine he's getting every sort of you You know question from the English press, and it's like, and it was just real sort of like, well, I guess that's the advantage of being two one up in the (laughs) series, you know, like some real just like facts. Yeah, just was just bringing just real. Facts to the table. Yeah, that's all it is. Man, you've been two one up. We were two one up. Man. Yeah, I guess that's the advantage of the series. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. I don't, I don't make the man. rules. We'd still like to win, but I guess this is this is why best. I shouldn't have wandered out of his crease. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like an idiot. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have declared early on the first day of the first test to show how big your dick was, and declared on the exactly. third day of the fourth test and giving yourself a chance of taking the wickets. Maybe. Yeah, that early declaration on the first day, that was, that cost him. Yep, love it. Well, I mean, this is the thing about that style, because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've loved what basketball has actually done for cricket. It is madness. It's fun. Yeah, no doubt. Like, watching them bat, you know, in this fourth test, like, particularly Crawley, their opener, and then, yeah, Besto at the end. It's just madness. Yeah. And you can imagine... It would be so much fun as a cricketer to have the permission yeah, the license, yeah. to just be like, you know, like you would have never had those nerves of going out there and going. Had <laughs> a basketball it, grade six. Right? <laughs> God, I've had been a basketball. Yes, that's what you needed. Though. Oh, I needed McCullum need on the sidelines. He's only my it teacher. Doesn't matter, get out there, mate. You, you just get out there and you swing that bat, my friend. You have some fun. There's no consequences exactly. to your actions. <laughs> Even if we lose, yeah. we'll say that we probably yeah, should we have won. won. They you know what? Two and a half days in, we got the gist. <laughs> we thought we were going to win. doesn't matter that it rained. We're taking this one. What I loved about that also is it's always great when something's against you, how ambitious people are for reform. Like all reforms yeah. should be done in those moments. Yeah. Like because suddenly Joe Root's talking about playing test cricket until 10 o'clock at night in England because it's like daylight or like, and I'm just like, these are all good suggestions. I'm up for any of these things, but why do you only suggest them in the circumstance yeah. where it would favor you? you? That you're two one down. No. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're in front in the test. You're, yeah, you're two one up, you're behind in the test. He's not making those suggestions, is he? He's just not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you ever uh, been to watch test cricket or cricket of any kind in any other country other than Australia? No, I, I was. I think I was at the Oval four years ago, mm. actually. Um, I think, was the World Cup at the Oval? Was it the, I think the One Day yeah, World the Cup t- was there. The One Day World Cup. Yeah, like yeah, four years right, ago. Yeah. So I did go yeah. to the Oval and saw I saw Australia play, actually. So, But that was a, a One Day game. I mean, we beat Sri Lanka, I think. Um, so that's the only time I've seen cricket played in England. Um mm. And I don't think I have been to another country, so no. So, yeah, all my cricket's been in Australia, SCG, um, 
MCG a lot. Was it Adelaide Oval actually earlier in the year? That's an, an amazing place to watch cricket. Uh, yeah. So how about you? Have you? No. And so that's one of my – It was when I was younger, it was one of my big dreams was to go and watch test match cricket in all of the places where they play test yeah. match cricket. Like, you know, I'm fascinated by India as a country. Yes. I would love to go and watch, like, the cricket in India. Um, obviously, you know, like, the West yeah. Indies used to be. So, I mean, it's a bit dangerous, the Caribbean now. <laughs> some, <laughs> some people tell me that, like, you know, going on a tour of the Caribbean to watch cricket might not be yeah, the right. safest yeah, to thrill right. thing that yeah. I've ever done in my entire yeah. life. But it sounds pretty fun. I, I don't think I could go on a tour. Like, I couldn't, you know, they – they organise like Merv a Hughes Hughes like a Merv yeah. Hughes. Just Merv seems to be never at home. As he always, you look there, there's Merv in the, sipping on beer with about 40 blokes around him. So. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like a bad way to live your life though, does it? <laughs> no, it does Because I, I can't imagine that Merv's doing the daily admin on those trips, <laughs> you know? I assume that Merv's got a person who organises it and Merv just oh, has to Merv. rock up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where else would you like, go? South Africa, like Cape Town, that looks beautiful, doesn't it? I've never been I there. would love to watch it. I mean, the most achievable one of all, which I can't believe I've never done, is New yes. Zealand. I think, I, you know, like New Zealand is just a quick flight. I should go and watch in New Zealand. And I would love to go to Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka looks yeah. beautiful, like, to watch Colombo. Well, Cricket my wife's mum's from Sri Lanka, so it would be a yeah. – I should break the family as a homecoming, you know. So I've, got, well, my, I've got quarter Sri Lankan children, so they should see where they've yeah. come from, so – yeah, exactly. See so, so some of the the team they can support if Australia starts going busted at some stage. I'm like, I'm connected, a bit connected to the Sri Lankan community here in, well, in Melbourne, I'm connected to the yeah. Sri Lankan community through my wife's family. So I did a gig recently and was presented afterwards. Mm. It was, a, well, I think, you know, Dilruk, mm. I think he put me onto a gig and I did. And as a, as a gift, I was given, I was given a set of, of, uh, coins uh, memorial corn, coins from when Sri Lanka won the World Cup mm. one day. Do you know what year that was? Okay. Sri Lanka won the World Cup. Back yeah, day, okay. What year was that? that was, I don't know. Well, anyway, they did. They, right they won the – when was I, I need know, to Google was, that. When did Sri Lanka – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to Google God, it right when now. When did Sri Lanka Sri win Lanka the World Cup? Sri Lanka World Cup. Uh, have Sri Lanka won the World the, Cup? They won the nineteen ninety six World Cup. World Cup, yeah. So. Versus Australia, of course. Yes, which is probably why you remember it so uh, distinctly. <laughs> I remember that. That was the start of. That really felt like the start of this modern form of like you know IPL style twenty yeah. twenty cricket. They were those Sri Lankans used to just like smash us all yes. over the joint. Yeah, anyway, so that was – anyway, I don't know what the point of the story is. The point, but the, the fact I've got the these coins. The point of the story is I've got these coins, are, and the Sri Lankans are, are very <laughs> proud of that yeah. moment. And there's there's, there's, and, there's – And it also, Dave Hughes is always willing to do a cashy, <laughs> even if it's Sri Lankan <laughs> memorial coins. Exactly. I haven't tried to cash them in. <laughs> do, do you have to give one of the Sri Lankan memorial – do you have to give 15% of your Sri Lankan memorial coins no, to your manager? I've lost one of those coins, actually. <laughs> so there's one missing. I don't know why. I don't know where that coin went, but – um. What I'm saying is that uh, cricket means to a lot. It means a lot to a lot of people around the yeah. world, basically. It really does, though. Like that cultural imprint of cricket. Like, so as a an Australian, like I mean, I mean, you're a huge fan of a whole bunch of different sports. Carlton Football Club in the AFL, of course. Like, I know you're a huge basketball yeah. uh, watcher as well. Like, where does cricket sort of rate for you? Like, has like do you feel like you're 
like back into cricket. It feels like for me at the moment that this, you know, this test series, India earlier in the year, then this test series, the World Test Championship, the Ashes, like it feels like at the moment there is a lot of attention around cricket, like a renewed enthusiasm maybe around cricket. What has it been for I know, you? I've, What's I've your never sort of lost level? enthusiasm for cricket. I've yeah. always supported. Okay. I'm such a patriot, you know, whether Australians yeah. are playing any sport, whatever, like uh-huh. I'm just – I'm invested in Australians winning, and I feel like if Australians win, I win. So, um, and cricket's always been right <laughs> up there. Cricket, um, or you know, whether I watch it or not, I know yeah. the score of any Test match Australia yep. are playing in anywhere in the world. I, I'll know the score, and if I don't know the score, I need to find out the score. So, and uh, yeah, you'll, I'll wake up. You know, this time I'm doing early morning radio. I wake up, and the first thing I do is, how do we go? You know, the other morning, where it was like, is it going to rain or not? I hope it rains or not. Is it yeah. a rain or not? Or it rained or not? You know? <laughs> I punch the air. Four thirty in the morning. I'm punching the air. We won. We won. <laughs> you know. You know what I love about that is, I also got up. Like I mean, different reasons, but I got up to check wh- whether it was still raining, and it was like, yeah, you know, say about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, and I was like, yeah, it's rain for the rest of the day, and I also was like, yeah, done, well done. <laughs> We're well taking done, personal, <laughs> like, like it's like a personal accomplishment from us. That yeah. It's raining well in done, England. Us. It's like we, we, did, we it. did it. We did it. We did it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and my day's better. I'm not going to lie. My day's better. It made it made everything easier. So. Does it um, uh, mean more like against the English still? And why do you think that is? Oh, look at the English. It's still number one, obviously, just because mm. it always has been. So why is that? What's the because it's the old, it, like, it's the home the country you know it's yeah. just the the uh, the age old enemy it's like you know and mm. and they're just such wankers you know what I mean so like, <laughs> <laughs> they look down on us there's no doubt yes, the English look course. down on us as a as a culture mm. so to beat the <laughs> cricket is fun. So I'm like, <laughs> I mean I think it is as simple as that, isn't it? <laughs> hey, I, was in a, like, I was in a lift the other they, day and some yeah. two English blokes were talking about how bad Qantas was and like in front of me, they didn't know me, they didn't know that I was a celebrity in this country. But um <laughs> that did, the point is that I mean I have my own issues with the Qantas, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I don't need uh, English people well, slagging off my airline. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I want to do is that when they left, I want to go, well, what about British Airways, you fuckheads? Yeah, yeah exactly. How good are they? I wanna, yeah. Mate, I've been arrested on a Qantas plane and I still <laughs> would prefer to be arrested on a bloody Qantas plane than any other plane around the world. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, yeah. So, that British Australian thing is interesting to me. Obviously, the story of the Ashes, like why it's so important, this game that England invented and Australia perfected, you know, that's kind of the idea of it, right? Like, is that, but there, what do you think about the face swap of, you know, I guess ideologies, like, you know, the way they're playing versus the way we're playing? Like, you know, Basketball in general. Like, are you excited about this style of cricket no, that England has brought to the I table? Am, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. I'm happy that they've brought it to the table, and I and yeah, I think that's that could it could be really good for cricket around the world and bring more. You know, I I watch Test cricket, but I I, I like seeing people in the in the crowd. You know, I don't, I don't like that there's a lot of places where cricket's played that no one turns up, and so if that's going to help people turn up around the world, yeah, I'm all for it. So yeah, no, I do. Apart from you know wanting the English to lose everything, I am. Uh, mm. you no, know, I think they've done well with it. Absolutely. 
Okay, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting, mm. and that that and this has been an incredible series. And look, to be honest, I do think that if it ended up two two with us retaining the Ashes but not sort of winning the series, it would probably be very fair to them. But also, on the other hand, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. So I, I would like one. to see. I want three one. one. I want to yeah, exactly. destroy them in the. Mm. Yeah, so, so there's, 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 my- two, there's two two things I'd be happy with. One is three one. That's my ideal first mm. position with Dave Warner making a huge big yep. hundred to say fuck you for the final time in England. Uh, second favorite option is it just rains out and we win two yeah. one. <laughs> we, we win two run. one after you know we're, we're nine down in our second innings and yeah. we're still yeah. five hundred yeah. behind their first inning yeah. score. We're nine down. Yeah, and then it rains <laughs> for four, four yeah. days. <laughs> Because that's all happened on the first day. Yeah, no, yeah right. That they might be number one. Actually, that's number one. Actually, that's number one. They make 500 by two. We're nine down for eight. <laughs> and then it rains yeah, for four no, days. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, look, uh, do you have uh, – we'll wrap it up soon because I know we both have a, a bunch of yeah. things to do today. But um, So, final test, going into it, that's our ideal scenario is Australia wins or we you know, draw terribly in the rain. Um, team selection, do you believe that they probably will keep David Warner for the final test? Is that – Well, I'd thought? say that you will, yeah. I don't – I imagine they will and you've helped convince yeah. me that they uh, probably will. And, and I really do want him to go out on top. So, I hope he um, – plays and plays well and uh mm. look as a as a victorian i'd love to see a bowl and come back in mm. i don't think that's gonna happen i don't reckon and uh your your, your idea about nasa who i'm not as across as you are it does sound mm. exciting to me so maybe that is a good idea and i'm gonna go with you on that one so i hope they play nasa yeah. like that's my big i i wanted them to play him in the the previous test um, I just think he brings a bit right, of variety yeah. with his bowling right. that the yeah, the others don't. But anyway, we'll see what selection is. None of my selections have been correct during this <laughs> series. So luckily, I'm when's not it, one of the Australian start? selectors. What day, I should know, but when's it start? It's in a couple of days. Yeah, right. it's, it starts very yeah, soon. Great. So Fantastic. Yeah, we're going to be done by next week. So um, thank you uh, to everybody who's been listening to this podcast. Thank you, David, uh, for joining me today for – Two guys, one earn. I really appreciate that as well. Um, it's fun, and uh, people can listen to your uh, radio yeah, show, of yeah, Naren, which is on uh, the Sydney Breakfast Show, but you can hear it around the network mm. at six PM on the Hit Network or on via podcast. So yeah, I'm doing a show also in more theatre in September. So anyone in Sydney, oh Enmore, brilliant! Yeah, so looking forward to that. Okay, Husey, one of still one of the absolute greatest Australian stand-ups of all time. So like you just got to go and see him live. So at the end, more go and see that. I'm doing some improvised shows. What you're talking about, Will at the Sydney Comedy Store over the next uh, few months as well. Yeah, so I'd love to see you come down and uh, see those. Talk to me about you mentioned uh, Shane Warne. Did you have the opportunity to meet him? Uh, a yeah, few absolutely. Times yeah, over no. Your journey in the media. Yeah, definitely. Warney was always. He always looked you in the eye, and uh, he was very present when he was speaking to you, which is uh, um, was lovely. And obviously, a legend. Yeah, real gentleman, uh, Shane Warney, who charmed everyone he met, and and rightly so. So my one one abiding memory I, when I was uh, doing the openings of Logies one year, I said to I was doing a joke about Warney because he was had just mm. been on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. So I'm I'm backstage just before the Logies, you know, on, it's going to go live. And I asked the producers, I said, because you want the people you're joking about to be in the room. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, because if they're in the room and, and you do a joke and they laugh at the joke, it's, you know, everyone mm-hmm. knows it's okay. You're not, they don't think yeah. you're mean. 
That, that's great. And, they, or it goes to them and they absolutely don't yeah, laugh. Yeah, and it's even better. And then that becomes a meme no, no. on the internet and you really love absolutely. that if they just yep. don't buy into the joke <laughs> at all. <laughs> and so, but Warney wasn't in the, the producer, the Warney, we no. can't see Warney and I literally had oh. to run around the Crown Casino to try to find him. I thought, I bet he's in the smoking area. So I'm about yeah. to, you know, open the logs. I'm about to walk out. It's live on TV. So there's no, there's, mm. I'm, I'm in massive time pressure. But I found him in the smoking area. I said, Warney, you got to get in there, man. I'm about to do a joke about you. So, and then Warney's just, <laughs> and he said, nah, I won't let you down, Husey. And he, you know, he butted out his cigarette and he walked in there and, and there he was front and center and the joke went well. And, uh, you know, he was a funny man and, uh, yeah, I love Warney. so, yeah, he's got the, the, the stand named after him, which is very, uh, very apt. So, yeah, and he's got a lovely family. So, there you go. Is there a comedy, like when you're done at the end of your career, is there something you'd like named after you? Can we? <laughs> I, I like this idea. Like, yes. it's not really a thing that happens. I mean, sometimes they do it with a theater yes. or like whatever. Is there some, oh, look, you know, thing? Oh, I'd love what to, would be the ultimate? Yeah, for me. Know, look, I love Dave Hughes tribute. I love dropping into like comedy clubs everywhere, basically. So, yeah. God, where would be some? Oh, what am I? What am I known for? I don't know. Yeah, where's like where's the equivalent? So Warney's, you know, Daddy's best. He's from Victoria. He's Daddy's best work at the MCG. It makes sense to have yeah. a stand at the MCG, but it's also got to be somewhere that people go to to do things so that they can see yeah, the name I up know. there and they can celebrate. Yeah, you know. So wh- where is that? Where are people going to? Oh God, that's a, that's a good. I mean, that's a hard that's a good question. question. I, I, I remember we, we both really started yeah. the SB Hotel in St Kilda in Melbourne, yeah. didn't we? So back that's in those true. early days of like Sunday yeah. afternoons and Tuesday nights. So and that the Esplanade Hotel St Kilda is a beautiful hotel. It's mm-hmm. starting to do. A and bit you more have also lived in that I area have. of the world, so that's good. But yeah, good that, association you know, I'd, with. You know, I'd like, there's a Paul Kelly. Yeah. Um, mural on the side of that hotel uh, and I, I'd love to be next to Paul Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> that would be just in it. Just put me in Paul's yes, mural. Yes, just, yeah, just, <laughs> just, just I don't need my own mural. Just be, pop me in yeah, the back of Paul's. No, that would be good. That would be good. There's so many ner- nervous trips to that hotel. You know the nerves? You know the nerves when you first start doing stand-up comedy? The nerves on yeah. the way to the venue? Oh, God, it's like you're going out of bat, isn't it? Like It's like... Well, uh, that's interesting to me. I know we're going to finish up in a second, but just quickly talk to me about that because you talk about when you were a kid, that performance anxiety of like it kept you from being able to be a good cricketer, yeah. right? At the start of comedy, it is absolutely the same. Yes. Like I remember somebody – I can't remember yeah, when like I stopped being – face the West Indies. Yeah, right. Like... <laughs> Whereas I, after a while, I used to speak about – I had Steve Waugh on um, the radio show many, many years ago and I asked him about batting to the West Indian bowlers and he said, I said to him, I said, you know, how when the ball's coming at your head at 95, you know, miles an hour, how do you have time to decide, you know, I'm going to hook it or I'm going to cut it or I'm going to leave it or whatever it is that I'm going to do? And he said, well, actually, you technically don't have time. To, yeah. to make that decision. He said, what you've got to do is you've got to train and you've got to prepare and you, then you've got to get out there and you've got to get out of your own head and just try to trust your instincts yeah. and hope that all the work you've done will just actually work like in that moment. You've got to stop thinking and you've yeah. just got to start playing. And I always love that, you know, when I thought about comedy, which is that idea of at the start you are very much thinking about and then I'll do this and then I'll do this. But once you get good at it, like a lot of the time it is just like let it come out, let it be what it is. 
And of course, you're better at it because you're less nervous. Yes. Yeah. You know, right? Like the nerves aren't actually helpful to you after a while. So do you think, because there must have been a point in your, your comedy career when you went from being like ultra nervous to going, okay, I got this. I'm, you know, now yeah. I, I can be better because I've got the confidence. Do you think that you would have been a better cricketer? Like if you could have just overcome that in cricket absolutely, as well, mate. like absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had, if I had been able to, yeah, yeah sort of uh, train my mind or tame my yeah. mind, you know, that's I, yeah, I could have, mate, I, I could have been playing for Australia. I could yeah. have made it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, down in the Melbourne Storm, they're, they're, they're talking, still talking about what they call the ball of the century. Exactly, <laughs> the real, Rocker. the real ball he of the is. century. He's talking that's, about the ball of the century. Yeah. Mate, if you've ever run into Mark Taylor or anything, you can't shut up about um, air conditioners and Hughes's ball of the century. <laughs> there is two favourite topics. He'd remember it. <laughs> uh, Dave, thank you very much for doing this today. Good on you, Will. Listener.